What's up? It's Andy from the DC Tweet Team podcast. We held together. It's what we do. It's who we are. HT, we are. What is up? And welcome back to the HTWR podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Jane. And I'm Freddie Ham. Freddie, what is up? Not much, Maddie Jane. Just kind of counting down the days until the draft gets here. It's driving me absolutely nuts. I'm just tired of all the reports. And it happens right. th- every time this, like, this it's year. Just, it's gotten old, right? Like, yeah. we just keep talking about the same stuff. Well, what about this? What about that? And it's getting to the point where everybody is kind of, it's like, we're all delirious. So people are just throwing out just, just craziness. Right. Craziness. Especially if Washington football Facebook is the absolute worst. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't deal with Facebook. Please don't take Washington. this the wrong way. Anyone who's on Washington football Facebook. I mean, cause technically I'm on Washington football Facebook, but not for nothing. Y'all are stupid. <laughs> I mean, I see some stupid stuff. Really, really dumb. Like, I don't even know if it's, if it's trolling or if it's just like a lot of old heads who like, don't know what the heck they're talking about. Like, I don't know what it is. But I just see some ridiculous stuff on there. I mean, speaking of people that don't know what the heck they're talking about, us. Right, us. We yes, don't know what yes. the heck we're talking about. So, so and I we promised, uh-huh. we promised on last episode that on our pre-draft episode, which, hey guys, this is the pre-draft episode. Yes, this Woo. is the last one before the draft. Maddie and I are taking a vacation. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> um... That we would have a very, very special guest. And trust me when I say he is special. He is special. Like super, super, super special. Oh, and that is uh, our good friend. Uh, we like to call him our fearless leader. He is the founder of the Capital Network. He is the leader of the Burgundy Network podcast. He is the, I mean, not for nothing either. I mean, dude just got drip all day i mean just swag upon swag upon swag like i wish i wish i had the kind of drip that josh has just said his name and that is the one and the only the often imitated never duplicated mr josh taylor that is such a disappointment if people think they're gonna get some big guess and it's me What's up, Josh? What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me on. Always happy to have you, man. The big brother of HTWR. So listen, can you help us make sense of what's going on? Because Maddie J and I don't know what the heck is happening here. Did y'all get that email that's been going around about the team names and all this business? I didn't Uh, get it. I'm kind of offended. Yeah, no, I didn't get it either. I was kind of looking at all the different ones, and I kind of think that what the team's doing is they're sending out literally all these names that have been submitted, and they're trying to narrow the field based on people's reactions to them. So, I mean, I highly doubt that anyone anywhere is really, really considering the Washington Wayfarers. Hey, but the Demon Cats has a ring to it. (laughs) 
Was that real? Demon cats. Some, yes. Was that on there? The Washington Demon Cats. I actually kind of like that. Stuff it. I like it better than. It's better than Red Tails. <laughs> Demon cats is not better than Red Tails. Stop it. What are you guys feeling like at the moment as far as the name? I've never been too fond of the Warriors just because they're already as a Warriors, and I hate the Warriors. I hate Steph Curry. I'm sorry. I'm a huge Steph Curry hater. Ooh. Um, so like for me, it's just like a bad taste. Like I don't want to be the Warriors like and people have said like same thing like with Timberwolves and Wolves and like so on like other teams have these names already. Like I want to be something distinct and like if you look at the DC teams like you have the Caps, you have the Nats, then you have the god awful name of the Wizards, you know, even if you're a Wizards fan like that's a terrible name. That's the it's worst name of Horrible. Exactly. Bullets was pretty cool, but like obviously frowned upon now. I just want something that has something that either do with the history of the team or the area. The rest of the DC teams do. Like I feel like that's a that'd be a good tie. But like Warriors, it's grown on me out of all the names like that have been mentioned. There's a couple good ones, but like I don't know. I'm torn because like I hate the Warriors. the name sounds good for us like maybe we can rinse out the Steph Curry hate that I have well let me ask you this one or the other gun to your head Warriors or football team Warriors Maddie Jane's going Warriors. Oh, well, man. I didn't like Warriors at first at all. The reason that it's grown on me is because as I've watched, I feel like that's the name that most anybody, there's nobody that's like, wow, like for the most part, that they're like, I would hate to be the Warriors. Like, you know, every name kind of has like real haters on it. But Warriors is one where I've seen for the most part, people are like, okay, I'm like, I feel like it would be the one that would be most universally accepted. And like, I'm kind of cool with that one that most people would be like, all right, I'm, I'm cool with that. And I do like just rocking with the W. Like, I've seen some, like, concepts out there, which is the W. And I'm like, I can kind of rock with it. I mean, I, I, so it's, I'm kind of on the Warriors train a little bit. Never thought I'd be here, but. Well, how did I get here? Another thing to remember is, like, we're not going to get, like, some cheap, bad concept that, like, is actually thrown out. Like, if we are the Warriors, there's going to be, like, a sick uniform, sick logo, like, nothing we expect. Like, we're just like, oh, dang, that's actually really cool. Look, I can yeah. get behind that. It's not going to be like a, hey, I just drew this up, guys. What do you think? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is going to be done, like, very well. So, like, I feel like a lot of people see something on Twitter, like, oh, that name looks terrible because that uniform design you put out is, like, atrocious. Like, I can't get behind that name. But, like, we're not going to get that. We're going to get, like, an actual product. Like, the, uh, what is it, Seattle Kakarin that just came out. They're, like, the newest team in, like, professional sports. Like, everyone, like, no one knew what to expect with them. And then I think they're actually the same guys that are working on our name that, like, helped come out with the uh, Seattle Kraken. So... Like, it was just a cool concept, things that no one else could think of, like incorporating the name and like the logo together, stuff like that. Like, we're going to get like a marketable name, not just like a W or something like that. Like, I think we'll actually get a logo. I'm down with that. I'm down with the logo, too. You know, like once the season started last year, we were into football. So not, not that it wasn't talked about, but I wasn't concerned with the name. I was concerned what the offense and defense was doing week to week. And now free agency has really, really died down. We're not really concerned with who we're signing. But all of a sudden, just the other day, we signed somebody. And I know Maddie Jane wants to talk about this. You want to take this? Talk about Sammy's race. Yeah, no, I, I want to talk about this. Everybody just calm down on this man. He's never played a down of football. And what do I have to say about that? Yeah, you're right. He hasn't played a down of football. I need to calm down because I'm getting way too excited about him. No, no, listen. And it's not because, no, it's not because of why people would think that I'm, I would be 
so down for him, okay? Oh, why? Oh, why? Why would? Why yeah, would we like think? he's like a tank. Why would we think, Maddie? Jane? I get it. He's a conventionally attractive male. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> he is, but that's not what it's about. He looks like a freaking statue. It's ridiculous. He does. He does. But this is the thing. I don't know. I just have this feeling about him, and I'm like, Maddie, don't get your hopes up because you do this all the time, and it always leads to disappointment. I just have this feeling about him that I want to get excited about him because even in his presser when he's talking, first of all, he's really well spoken, like and incredible you can just tell he's like nobody's gonna outwork me and i just feel it i'm like and who knows if it actually works who knows if he's actually going to be able to translate on the field we don't know if that's gonna happen but i have been getting a little excited about him because he has all the tools so if he can figure it out this might be a steal but yeah i'm just trying not to get too excited because i know that this happens all the time and then it's like you got excited about that player and then we'll see what happens it's a hot it's a what i think is bottom line is it's a low risk high reward type thing like if it works out amazing if it doesn't who cares i'm actually really high on this guy like i'm kind of hype like i'm on maddie's side actually on this one so this might surprise <laughs> me but one he's better than jeremy sprinkle who is now a cowboy which yes more than he already was and second mo alley cox former vcu basketball player i watched him thoroughly being a central virginia guy like an hour away from vcu converted to tight end actually was pretty productive for the colts like out the gates like people were like oh dang he's actually catching passes like running some good routes and stuff like that if you have the physical tools all you need to do is learn the playbook learn some routes go out there hit somebody like he has everything you need he just needs the knowledge and play the game like i'm i'm behind this guy like i i, I like him and not because of his muscles i don't like him because of his muscles either freddie likes him because of his muscles I mean, the muscles help i like him because he's like i'm n nobody's gonna outwork me and i'm like yes inject that into my veins okay you heard it here first htwr maddie jane wants sammy's reyes injected into her veins. come on now <laughs> Okay, so moving on into the draft, we got to talk about this because all of a sudden tight end has become like an afterthought for some people. You remember? No, I'm just saying. I'm saying for some people it's become an afterthought. No, no, no. You remember what? Josh, did you ever get that $100 from that fool? His Twitter got deleted because he was so bad. Fill in our listeners, though, on what I'm talking about right now. I'm not going to call anybody else out except this guy so literally last year and i remember this thoroughly because i do not get in twitter arguments ever like i like will hold my tongue like literally i will bite my tongue before like i you know say things i don't want to say but this guy literally there's a guy on twitter who puts out draft stuff i'm not gonna say his name he knows i already called him out about it said that thaddeus moss would be a top 60 pick and thought i was a dumbass for not agreeing with him he's like dude you're such an idiot thaddeus moss will be the top three tight end off the board top 60 pick what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i have ever heard look what he did in the national championship game blah 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 and just roasted me and it had like all these like fangirls come after me they're all dudes come after me and like say like oh yeah that is moss is gonna be the best thing to ever happened i'm like this guy will not be drafted in the first six rounds i promise you this guy is like the i'm more athletic than thaddeus moss i'm not athletic at all like he is such a slop he can't run routes all he does is block but yeah and i this guy was like i will bet you a hundred dollars he is drafted within the first 66 picks and sure enough my boy sat on that couch and did get, not get drafted i award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. He, the crazy he got thing, same round I did. You know, the crazy thing about the whole situation is we were all like scratching our heads and wondering about this whole tight end situation. 
you know, because we, we ended up getting Logan Thomas and everyone just looked at him like he was his project because he was a college quarterback. There were people who legit thought in training camp, like, oh, we still got Thaddeus Moss who really thought that Thaddeus Moss was going to be like our starting tight end and that Logan Thomas was going to be a backup or not on the team. And then lo and behold, and it's crazy because I was one of those people at the time who was like, man, uh, look at this free agency class of tight ends and we got Logan Thomas. You know what I mean? Because I wanted... I wanted Ebron. I wanted Hooper. Yeah. Look at the amount of money that we spent on Logan Thomas and the level of production that we got out of him versus everybody else. And I really do feel like, this is the thing, if Jeremy Sprinkle is the measure of our number three tight end, Reyes is either going to be as good or better. He kicks, he can't be worse. Cause he can't be worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even care if like, was, well, what if he ends up not being able to catch? I'm like, Jeremy Sprinkle couldn't catch. <laughs> Jeremy Sprinkle really couldn't even block. He couldn't do anything. <laughs> Jeremy True. Sprinkle is the dude who didn't get to play in the Belk Bowl because he was stealing from Belk. That pissed me off. I remember when we drafted, I'm like, this dude, the only reason I knew Jeremy Sprinkle's name was because I watched the Belk Bowl that year and he didn't get to play because the week of the bowl games, they always do something for the players. They all got like $200 Belk gift cards and they got to go on a shopping spree in Belk. And this mother was caught stealing from Belk. <laughs> They literally took them there and gave them a shopping spree and they caught this dude stealing and we drafted this dude. He belongs on the Cowboys. And you know when Jerry Jones heard about that story, oh, he got arrested. Oh, we need to get him. I, I digress, you know, with the story, but I like what you said, Maddie Jane, about him being that dude who's going to come in and work. And hey, I mean, it, it seemed to work out pretty well for Logan Thomas and I do like I like players that have something to play for. It, it makes my fervor for this team just grow more and more and more because I see Ron getting those type of dudes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I haven't seen this dude play. I haven't seen him in practice, but I already feel like he's going to bring that mentality. He's going to be another dude. You feel me? That is what me? we call in the scouting game competitive toughness. And you either have it or you don't. Devontae Smith oh. has it on level 100. And I feel like Reyes has it very close to 100. <laughs> There we go. Can you imagine though? Just like think, Samus like is all of a sudden like he he ends up being something, and we have all of a sudden Logan Thomas and Samus, and it was like, wow, Washington's gonna look like the smartest organization in football. You got these like two starting tight ends that were like both nothing at one point. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that we're paying peanuts too. Yeah. Fantastic. Let's go. Good stuff. Speaking of paying peanuts, let's get back to the draft. <laughs> Josh, pretty dope. Like. Me and Freddie, you know, we're going to be watching from the comfort of our own homes. I heard that you're going to be in Cleveland. Hello, Cleveland! Hello, Cleveland! You're going to be at the draft. What the heck? Never been. I've never <laughs> been to Ohio. I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. But, <laughs> I mean, so how did that happen in, like, what, I mean, are you, like, so pumped? I know you have to be, like, through the roof excited. I'm super jealous. I told Freddie, this is, like, top three, like, bucket list things for me. Like, going to the draft, like, every year I watch it, I'm just, like, all right, those like diehard fans cussing out like Roger Goodell. Like, I need to be there. I need to be there booing Roger Goodell. Like, this is a dream of mine. And like, hopefully, I can boo him. That's that'd be like the highlight of the trip. Um, but no, like, I heard about it. Heard there's gonna be fans, and I was like, I have to be there. Like, my body, my soul needs like sports in person. <laughs> like, I cannot survive without this. And I have a good friend who. Uh, does a Browns podcast and I hit him up he's like yo I'm going I was like yo I'm gonna go too then like forget about it and then one of my friends here and uh I bought the 
tickets and everything before I even got off work, like before the tickets for like the draft even like were available to the public. I was just like, I'm buying my plane ticket, get in the hotel room. If anything, I'm just gonna like be in the area. Um, but then they finally put the tickets out and we got tickets for Thursday and Friday night. Um, hopefully I can like run into some players or something like some, I don't know who's going to be there, but like, it would be, it'd be sick to just be in that environment, get up on stage or something like announce a pick <clears throat> Jason. Um, so <laughs> I am going to be fully vaccinated. Like by the time I get there. So that kind of opens the doors, to, like doing more stuff, but just like having sports, like in person, like this, like nature is healing, as they say. You're gonna watch Justin Fields get drafted to the Washington football team in person. All right, can can we talk about this? Maddie Jane has been Justin Fields, and I have been Trey Lance. Josh, you were Zach Wilson before everyone was Zach Wilson. Well, let's talk about this because I mean, I've done my mock, you've done your mock. Josh, who have you mocked uh, to us in the first round more often than not? We kind of talked about this, like the trading up for Trey, the trade for Trey. Last year is trade for Tua. Now we're trading for Trey. Aren't you glad we didn't trade for Tua? Like to me, like I don't see us trading up to Ford. I've been saying this. That's way too much of a leap. But like we're still linked to Trey and people are saying like John Kahn today said Washington is fully willing to hop into the top 10 to get a guy that falls. And if it's like nine or 10, then yes, I'm cool with that because I feel like that's uh, such like a major difference in going to number four from 19 but i either see us staying put because i don't see trey lance or anyone for that matter falling and if you think justin fields is going past three you're crazy san francisco is all <laughs> over that um it'll be like literally lawrence wilson fields in that order like absolutely i will get a neck tattoo of justin fields if he falls past three like there right, we're cut, no, we gotta we gotta keep right, that keep no that, keep that. Kyle shanahan loves this guy he coached him at the qb collective camp like before he even went to um ohio state or georgia for those that didn't know he was a backup quarterback at georgia but like he's all over there's no way they're not drafting mac jones i even told y'all he's falling but i think we sit at 19. if anything we have a better chance of like trading back than trading up what do y'all think i'm with you on the trading back thing especially um with where i've um uh, you know and i'm not the draft guru that you are josh just with where i've seen uh Zayvon collins going you gotta have a dance partner man if you want to dance so I mean, is that even a viable option? New Orleans, because you don't want to. If Mac Jones falls, they love Mac Jones. They would trade up for him. I don't know if I'm comfortable moving all the way back to 28 though. And that's a, I mean, because I'm just saying, because that's a jump. Because you trade back to 28, and then your dude is in there, and then you're in a position where you're overdrafting somebody else. True. It, it it will all depend on like where things fall. Like we talked about, if someone like Devontae Smith falls <laughs> to like 19. Obviously, we're not going anywhere except running on stage. <laughs> to the <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is the only place we're going. So, And, like, I love doing mock drafts and stuff, but I know at the end of the day, as soon as the, the draft day comes, like, it's just all going to just go up in flames. Because it's so unpredictable. It is, like, it's one of the most unpredictable things in sports, like, honestly. Like, who thought the Bears would trade up and get Mitch Trubisky like they did? It's just, like, everything. It's just a domino effect. Like, what if the Jets didn't take Zach Wilson and they took, like, Penny Sewell or something to help out Sam Darnold? Like, how much would, like, the world just be like, what in the world? And then the draft. Sam Darnold's gone now. <laughs> Sam Darnold. He would be blocking for Sam Darnold in, yeah, I mean, hey. Carolina. But no, I was just like, if, if they were to, like, if they right. weren't to take him and they I were to it. just yeah. stay yeah, yeah. put. Or just stuff like that. Like, for us, like, I think we do set a 19 in... 
I could see a guy like Xavier Collins, but I've seen him go like middle twenties now, late twenties now. So like even then, like I'm like, I don't know. And then like what I do in my mock drafts, I like say, all right, I'm gonna skip a wide receiver and wait. And then I get to like round three and I'm like, oh man, I should have got Rashad Bateman. Like I don't like this guy as much in like the fourth round. So I like start all over again and just go back and get Rashad Bateman at 19. That's the one I've been doing the most right now. It never, ever, ever plays out how anyone predicts. It never happens that way. Like all, like crazy stuff always happens. There's always players that get picked out of nowhere. Like what? And there's always players who just drop and drop and drop and and no and nobody knows exactly why. Like there's so. Like there's so much to this, and the, and then the other thing is, you know, hindsight, years and years later, all these players that we spent all this time talking about in the first round, half of them never do, and then we end up with players that are drafted late in the fifth, sixth, seventh, who make a big player for you in crunch time. So I mean, Cam Cam Curl doesn't happen every day, but Cam Curl happens, and all the safeties who are, were drafted uh, ahead of Cam Curl, more than half of them. We're not going to know who they are in two years. But I want to ask you about this specifically just because it's it's come up a lot and I see everybody else's mocks and including my own. Um, you know, a lot of people think we're going to go linebacker. If you had a choice between between Collins and Awuzu Koromoa, who are you going with? Ooh, that's tough. I, and I have been on the Zayvon Collins train just because I don't know. Like, it's so hard to project how a guy, like, projects to the NFL because he doesn't have, like, that just dominant he's for sure going to be this kind of linebacker. Like, he played so many different positions, and we talked about this with Simmons last year, who ended up on the Cardinals, and they didn't know what the heck to do with him for most of the year. It took, like, three quarters of the season for them to figure out, like, where he's actually comfortable. I like a guy like Zayvon Collins. He can honestly play all three spots in the linebacker role. I think he'd be a great middle linebacker for us. He is like that just old school linebacker that I, I really believe that Ron is looking for being a former linebacker himself. That Luke Keekley style guy who's just going to be in every play. He can intercept passes. He can blitz. He can sack the quarterback, stop the run. It doesn't matter. He, he can do it all. He's one of my favorite guys in this draft. Like if we get him, I'm hyped. Like I'm beyond ex ex excited about that. Will you come back with us, Josh, next week? And we'll do the mock draft properly. We'll make it its own episode and we'll do it legit, legit, for real, for real. Let's do it. All right, let's do that. All right, so next week, make sure you tune in because we're going to do our mock draft next week. We've never done like a promo, like a trailer. No one ever knows what we're doing next. Well, you know now. Okay, so why don't we wrap this one up, put a big bow on it, and let's do it with our favorite segment, Maddie Jane. <sighs> You're gonna get some props. 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 When you say you gotta put bass in your voice, you guys prop. You I have a manly voice. Props. <laughs> Pre-draft props. I'm gonna kick it off. I want to give props to all of the players in the upcoming draft who are going to play like absolute ass. Boo! You stink! <laughs> but have the best names oh yeah you know what i'm talking about chubba chubba hubbard i want to give props to the players out there like saint juice hingle mccringleberry hingle mccringleberry or even a dude like apparently there's um a dude in the upcoming draft named chris brown too wild goose from wisconsin wild goose Wild Goose. Divine Diablo out of Virginia Tech. That is a fantastic 
fantastic name. That's a that's a luxury name. Like I feel like that's a a, a very fine cloth clothing brand that I need to wear. Divine Diablo. And I love the hyphenated last names. Like one of my favorite draft names of all time. He was overdrafted because that's what the Raiders do. But you remember when the Raiders picked Darius Hayward Bay? Scores Velociraptor Malloy's. South Dakota State University. Bay. Yes. Hayward Bay is a cool Love one. Hayward Bay. But I mean, we got Jeremiah Owuzu Koromoa. Owuzu Koromoa. Owuzu. Emir Smith Marset. Love it. Yeah. All right. That's that's good props, Freddie. I, I like this. Props one. to all of the players with the dope ass names who are going to get cut. Hey, we don't know that all of them are going to get cut. Don't do that to them. Jeremiah ain't getting cut. What about Stone Forsyth? from Florida. Bobby Brown. The third. The third. BB3. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, that reminds me of like, <laughs> <laughs> um, Hamza Najaldeen is a very exotic name. Say that one more again. Hamza Najaldeen. Okay, bless you. <laughs> Don't you love it too? Like when the, when the guys get up to the podium to make the picks and they can't pronounce the name. Like, they just totally flub on the name. It's hilarious. Day three, when it's usually, like, a celebrity pick or, like, someone used to play for the team. They're, like, out of the University of Ohio, Talamanga Humanfaga, which is actually <laughs> apparently a guy from USC. Uh, All right, props. Maddie Jane, who you got? Listen, I know it's it's the draft episode and everything like that, but I got to give props to a golfer because you know how I do, okay? You know. That golf is life to me, okay? So I just want to give props to Hideki Matsuama. Mats, Mats, Matsuama. Yeah, he's a name I can't really pronounce. But it's because he plays... Um, nobody knows this about me and nobody cares, but that's fine. Uh, brands are important in golf, right? So, like, you have a certain, like, brand that you rock with, just like in anything else, right? Well, my brand is Cleveland Golf. And they were bought out by Srixon, which is a Japanese company. And that is who Matsuyama rocks with, okay? He's a Srixon golfer. So it was just dope because Cleveland was getting, like, good airtime. And I like Matsuyama as well. So uh, he won the Masters. Y'all don't know. <laughs> he won the Masters, which is, like, the Super Bowl of golf. And so I just want to give props to him because I think that's dope. I rock with him. And, uh, yeah, so that that's my props for this week. The more you know with Matty. <laughs> Super Bowl of golf. I've heard of the master. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. Mulligan Maddie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Shots fired. I, I will right. challenge both of y'all to a game of putt-putt. I can't play golf. I can chip and I can putt, but I cannot drive to save my life. So I stick to mini golf. Totally down for the putt-putt. Let's do it. So, Josh, what props do you have? My props go to those gems in the draft that are going to be drafted in the 6th, 7th round. Cam that Curl. have been told that they are 6th and 7th round draft picks for a reason. And they're going to ball out, like you said, Cam Curl. Those guys, I think Tron Jackson, who is going to be one of our guys. Out of Coast, I think he's going to be one of those guys, but... I like those small school guys, and I like the guys drafted late that everyone says, oh, he's not going to be good because of this reason. And like, look, I'm going to be good, and they ball out for us. So shout out to the gems of the draft. They're all over the place. Terry McLaurin, even though he was a third-round pick, he was a gem. Yeah. We didn't expect him to be a superstar, and now he owns the league. That's right. The he owns league. Dallas Cowboys. He owns, oh, yeah. he owns Trayvon Diggs. Can we call him the new Cowboy Killer? Is he like Santana Moss 2.0? Well, they, people were calling, but people were calling Gibson the cowboy killer this year sure yeah <laughs> and he kind of was like he was he was let's just let's just cut it here and let's just get ready for this mock draft okay i've I got some studying to go do so let's so for the first time ever we're gonna have a to be continued yeah let's do it okay awesome so until next week remember guys we all hail together is what we do until we are ht we are peace
Wait, what do you mean? Do what? I'm recording what I'm recording it. What are you what are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, you were recording the ending? <laughs> recording the ending I, of the episode. <laughs> Sorry. Was, I was like, yes, I will come back. It's <laughs> like, what are you like, talking was, about? Sorry, sorry, I go thought, ahead. Just that was so flawless, you made us both believe it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it was Josh too. None of us knew what was going on. Do you know? Do you both of you understand what I'm doing right now? Now I yeah. know. Oh my gosh! Good lord. Okay, 